This is the Best Boys Podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. Hello. Are we recording? No, Monica. We just, we sat down to chat with all this gear. Oh, how kind of you. Shut up. I'm glad. I'm very, very glad that we're not contributing to capitalism (laughs) by providing a piece of media out there for people to consume and ultimately pay money for okay it's well a, on that no it's a good day <laughs> <laughs> how are you i'm doing well how are you i'm doing lovely i just had some soup that you made oh thank you how was it it was delicious i'm so glad yeah i didn't i couldn't finish it though it's a lot of soup. i did give a lot you, of soup. i gave you a lot of soup it's I'm a hefty soup it is and it's very filling yeah it's a tortellini and sausage and kale soup. It's yeah. really fucking good. Bomb as fuck. It's, it's extremely bomb. Should we post soup recipes on our social media? <laughs> I don't know about that. It is soup season, you guys. It is soup season. <laughs> I highly recommend you go out and you make a, I don't know, I don't know. Monica, what, what's your favorite kind of soup? Uh, My favorite kind of soup is definitely, it's just chicken noodle. Okay. I'm a simple gal. You're but boring, like a but really, really good chicken noodle right, right, because right, right, my yeah. least... Be, it's mirrored because my least favorite soup is a bad, a bad chicken, chicken noodle yeah, soup. Yeah, that's fair. Aaron, there what's your favorite is nothing kind of soup? worse. Chicken noodle. You boring fucks. I'm not boring. Have you had like chicken noodle soup with like dill and lemon? I hate I dill, you, you hate. bitch. I literally hate my life <laughs> so much. <laughs> like, die. <laughs> you can't get rid of me just yet. Oh, I'm the spirit that lives in your bones. I'm Dracula. I'm me. Oi, oi, oi. It is me, Count Dracula. Oh, yeah, it's me, Count Dracula. Well, since you asked, my favorite soup is... uh, (laughs) You're so bold and so foul. Is specifically the minestrone that I make. Minestrone. 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 Yeah, I, I will say a lot of people fuck up minestrone. I also, like, personally don't love... Uh, green beans in minestrone soup. I don't put green beans in mine. Okay, then I'll have some of yours. I put um, zucchini. Oh, I love a zook. I put white beans. I love a white bean. Do you use a, a, a white navy bean or a cannellini bean? Uh, it depends a on great what's northern bean. I like I like a great northern. I love a great northern. But I bean. usually get cannellini if they don't have any. They always um, have cannellini. Precisely. They never have great northern bean. I, I put a little potato in there. Oh, I love a potato. Yeah, and then I put spinach. Oh, I love a spinach. Yeah, and there's always crushed tomatoes in there that I don't immersion blend. So good for you. I wish that that's how I could eat my soups. But Stare, alas. Stares at Aaron and anger. Yeah. He Aaron and like I don't tomatoes. like a chunky tomato. Neither of them do. I don't understand it. It's just tomato. I'm it's warming delicious. up to it, but I, I still can't get over like the warm ones in like tomato sauce. Can you stuff. describe to me? Aaron is literally going to die if I keep talking about can it. Can you describe to me what it is about like a tomato chunk that you don't like? It feels like, is it the mouthfeel or is it the taste? What is it? <laughs> I think it's both both yeah you don't like the taste um well i don't it like taste okay, like okay, tomato okay, okay. so fresh tomato not a huge fan of the taste so i am starting to like it more you can ask my boyfriend i have been challenging myself to eat more raw tomato and it's going well yum the warm ones it's not the taste it's more the feeling like i don't like like it has 
it's it's soggy on the outside which is not the the feeling that i don't like it's that it's soggy and then dense in the middle yeah and that feels weird it feels like flesh kind of that's fine it freaks me out uh, yeah okay i mean i don't like gooey see gooey slimy flesh gooey slimy flesh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Gooey, slimy flesh. Gooey, slimy flesh. Zatoran. <laughs> Monica. <clears throat> yes. We have started our three weeks of spook. I'm so excited. This yeah. is our favorite time of the... Mm. <laughs> I was going to say it's our favorite time of the year. I think it's our favorite time of year for themed movies. That's true. There are more. There are more of them for this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas when we get into like Christmas, there are no movies. I think we've gone through we've all We've gone the through all ones. of them. Yeah. We're going to have to Claus. start reciting. <laughs> That's the only good one. That's the only good one. I think maybe we should start doing like Hallmark. Bad Santa. For uh with Billy Bob Throntron. I don't like Bad Santa. With Billy Bob Throntron. Um yeah, okay. So this is our spooky season. This is our spooky I was going to say month, but it's 3 weeks. It's fine. It's 3 weeks. Uh but you still receive all of the bounty that Truth. comes with this month. And there's a lot of bounty because we have themed it this time. It's not just spooky season. It We're doing a vampire series. Vampire Halloween. Vampire. Cue the spooky music. Wow, that was really spooky. <clears throat> I know. I'm getting chills. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was really good. That was really good. That was music so that good. We had prepared ahead of time. And just like our theme song is also spooky, like last year. <laughs> Aaron is shaking. I love all the bat sounds that were added and the ha ha ha. The ow. I'm into it. It sounds great. <laughs> Just big props to big props to Aaron. Big props Thank to Aaron. Thank you so much for redoing our theme song to be Halloween. Season. It's so special. It's so good. I can't wait for Christmas. Right? Oh, I think we should God. have Monica. I think he should theme one every month. I agree. Perfect. What would it be for more? Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Bagpipes. He can put some bagpipes. Uh, like some tap dancing in the background because that's yeah. the little that's the leprechaun dance. Is that thing. what they do in Titanic <laughs> when they dance on the this table? Has gone too far, and she's like, "My toes can be extended." That's the only part of that movie that doesn't make sense. I don't understand when she's like, been "Explained." Let me show you what I can do, and then she like, I, "Okay, the, here's the thing." It's because she she's like, "Y'all are cool men." But you know what women can do? I was trained to be a point dancer. And so she tells them she can go on point because it doesn't hurt her. But it does hurt. I know. But what I'm, th- what I'm saying is, is she's trying to be like, I'm a lady and women are strong. But it just comes across as kind of strange. It kind of really does. Also, she does the thing where she like lifts Let's talk about gown. Titanic. Okay. So when they were filming <laughs> Titanic... <laughs> They filmed everything backwards. And everything was underworded. And everyone got sick constantly. All the time. All the time. And uh, hypothermia? A thing. A thing. (laughs) Iceberg? Real. (laughs) And we'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the show. Okay, Monica, for reals. For real. For real, for real. Uh, a few things before we get started oh, going yeah, to yeah, yeah. Dracula. So number Wait, one. we didn't even announce that we were doing Dracula. Oh shit, we're doing Dracula. Bram Storka's Dracula. servant. D. <sighs> we're doing Dracula. Bram Storka's Dracula. Yeah, the only one that matters, to be really frank with you. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people would argue that the the old one with a what's his face the like the universal monsters one bella lugosi yeah whatever yeah i don't know why i said that like i'm a mobster yeah say it again bella lugosi oh i use use guys and use gabagoo leave the gun and take the lugosi take the cannoli chino the pepperoni pepperoni i don't like pepperoni pizza i recently enjoyed turkey pepperoni not opposed to that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Anyway, back, back, back to the business. Back to the business. And that you is know Dracula. What? I have beef. I have a bone to pick. Who, what's your bone? My pick bone it. is, um, I, I feel like a lot of people don't think that this movie is good. I would agree with that. And I want everyone to understand it's that great. this movie is actually excellent. It's iconic. And the reason is because it is camp. It's camp. That's not the only reason, but that's a big reason. That's a big reason. It's a big reason why people don't like it. They yeah. don't understand that it okay. is literally camp. Here's the thing. I was telling Monica about this earlier. My boyfriend and I, Sebastian, you'll hear him on an upcoming episode, actually. <gasps> yes, our very <clears throat> first guest. Yes. So we were having this discussion last night while I was watching this movie, and I had never seen this movie before, but Monica kept telling me I would love it's it. It's such a good movie. Um, And... I was like, this is so camp. I love it. And he was like, I don't think he's like, I think you overuse that word. Like, this is a good movie. And I was like, camp does not mean bad. And he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And I was like, camp is just like leaning full force into absurdity. And it made me start th- thinking about how a lot of people don't understand the meaning of the word I know. camp. Like when they did the camp theme at the Met Gala, everyone was like, it's camp. It's not camp. And I'm like, it is. I was like, a lot of things are camp. And a camp, lot of things. Camp is one of my favorite things because it is so, when it's good, it's so good. When it's good, it's amazing. When it's bad, it's very specifically bad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I will so say. Mon- Monica's going to define camp for I'm going to go ahead and define it just because I feel like we're all, we're all swimming a little bit in the weeds of this thing. And I just want to make sure that we get the facts straight on this yes. factual podcast. Yes. Camp. C-A-M-P. Camp. Camp. Deliberately exaggerated and theatrical in style, typically for humorous effect. I'm going to read you a small quote by Suzanne Sontag. Susan Sontag. Whatever. Her 1964 essay, Notes on Camp. The hallmark of camp is the spirit of extravagance. Yes. She described camp as being playful, and anti-serious, as well as exaggerated and artificial. 
I would agree with that entire definition. I will say, I will expand upon this because that Susan Sontag said that in 1964. And I think camp has developed slightly in the sense that it can be very serious, but it is like consciously absurd and extravagant. Yes. It's very self-aware. Yes. And that's what makes it so good. Yes. Like it was a definite choice. And so when I said that Bram Stoker's Dracula was camp, it's insane. Like the visuals are fucking insane. It's ridiculous. It is, it is so over the top. Like it's so over the top. The aesthetic is it's such a defined point of view. And they had so many options. Like this was the nineties. It's it's not like we had nothing. There could have been some sort of CGI, etc. But most of the effects are practical. Yeah, well, all of, pretty much all of them. Francis Ford Coppola was very, very um, direct in wanting just practical effects. Yeah. Did it make it harder? Yes. Did it result in Gary Oldman donning an entire full-on man-bat costume? Yes. yes. Should it have been CGI? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so that we could avoid staring at this ungodly freak but i think that contributed to the horror Monica. exactly it contributed to the horror it rose the entire profile of the film yes the the fucking film won the oscar for best costumes there was a best makeup best makeup and i think best visual effects i'm pretty sure and you can fact check us on that one yeah because we're definitely makeup and costumes but the third one tbd tbd but frank like You've got costumes where an ar- a suit of armor is like embodying the human like muscle system. I said that he looked like Lord Licorice. He does look <laughs> You shouldn't be allowed to speak. Yes, I should. This movie is actually just an adaptation of Candyland. It really fact. is. Candyland. <laughs> I fucking love Candyland. It was the only game I wanted to play as a child because it's so easy to win. Yes. So easy. It's so small. So simple. <laughs> but, but anyway. Yeah. And then you've got these like gorgeous brides of Dracula that yes. are just dripping in opulence and gold and braids and togas and, and don't even get me started on like lucy's costume oh my her styling. god jesus christ just fucking kill me and then like uh, mina's gowns oh my gosh and- mina's like the victorian horny yes. gothic gowns it's incredible like Ugh. the things that they did visually were so 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 amazing and they contributed to like the fame that this movie has gotten absolutely yeah absolutely i have i have met very few people who have not seen this film i have also no. met very few people who like this film <laughs> people don't like it usually people don't like it what did this what um, rating did this receive i'm not even really sure because i'm pretty sure it was critically acclaimed i think a big so we're obviously going to talk about it i'm not going to gloss over it right keanu reeves's accent garbage i mean his acting in this movie listen we garbage. talked about this in our keanu episode it's not that keanu is like 
Keanu is not an actor in the way that Gary Oldman is an actor. No. Nor has he ever tried to be. But he does what he does, and that's why people like him. Yes, he is Keanu Reeves. He's Keanu Reeves. That's why... That's why people pay him the big bucks. Precisely. That's this why they has put a him in John Wick. on IMDb. Ah, oh, blessings. Okay, so that's something. That's something. God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think a big issue that I have with Keanu Reeves' performance in this film is also why I love his performance so much, <laughs> which is he does not commit in the slightest. His reactions? None. Not there. I put- Non-existent. <laughs> literally, I was just like- Okay, I love Keanu, but his reactions are not congruent with the situation. They're non-existent sometimes. Literally, okay, now we'll get into the discussion of the film. Because the film opens, you have all the business with Dracula, how Dracula becomes Dracula. which how he becomes Dracula. Wait, we need to tell them what the movie's about. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) We forgot, we forgot. Should I read it? Sorry, Jessica, take it away. Bram Stoker's Dracula came out in 1992, directed and produced by Francis Ford Coppola. Wow. Based on the 1897 novel Dracula by, you guessed it, Bram Stoker. Hence, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Okay, Count Dracula, played by Gary Oldman. A 15th century prince is condemned to live off the blood of the living for eternity. Young lawyer Jonathan Harker, played by Keanu Reeves, is sent to Dracula's castle. This is in the 1800s, by the way, Uh, now. Is sent to Dracula's castle to finalize a land deal. But when the Count sees a photo of Harker's fiance, Mina, played by Winona Ryder, the spitting image of his dead wife back from the 15th century, he imprisons Keanu and sets off for London to track her down. You got it. Wow. It's crazy. It is pretty insane. The movie begins by giving us a little backstory on how uh, Vlad became Dracula. Vlid. Vlid the Impaler. Um, So he was an Impaler. Yeah. That was his profession. Vlad the Impaler. And then he became, he changed careers. Actually, his first boss when he was just an intern impaling. um, (laughs) Yes, when he was a baby impaler. An entry level, when he was an entry level impaler. When he was just poking. Yeah. He wasn't at the impaling level yet. No, no, no. That's only when you get like your full-time offer. That's true. And then they give you the impaling weapon and then you impale. Yeah, because it is rather permanent. Yes. The impaling, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So he is uh, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. And the and this is when he is in this gorgeous Lord Licorice. Lord Licorice <laughs> armor that is just beautiful. It's this like deep wine color. Yeah, it's kind it, of plasticky looking. It looks like muscles. It looks like the human muscle. Yeah. It's kind of insane. Yeah. Uh and it's gorgeous. And he essentially is out fighting this war. He's with him. Well, he has this this wife. He's fighting the Ottoman Empire. He or has something. this wife named Elisabetta. Yes. And she, they are fucking in love. They're like so in love, it's stupid. Usually when I see people, this is gonna sound bad, but when I see people in movies like kill themselves because their like love of their life died, I'm like, there's more fish in the sea. But in the 15th century, this there is- were not other fish. No, this was your only If you fish. found someone you really loved, 
Fuck, that came once a lifetime. This is your Branzino. Yeah. This is it. You have caught you. a sword to fish. You are finished. So basically what ends up happening is she hears that he has died in the war. Yes. Even though it's literally not true. <laughs> yeah. Someone sent her a letter and was like, he died. He is finished. Yeah. He's, he's finished with his impaling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck. That's not great for me. I'm going to now jump into a river. Throw myself off the side of this cliff. Yes. And yeah. she unfortunately dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets fished out of the water. Yeah. And he holds her and is like, there is no God. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah. because mm -hmm. in his mind god only does like good things and correct if god took away his his beloved yeah. then obviously there is no god Obvious. so this is like his thought process and then he like rejects jesus takes a sword takes a sword stabs Steps the cross, cross and then out comes blood because blood. comp and then once the blood exits the cross, he goes la 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 and drinks it. Drinks it. Um, and then that makes him essentially damned. He becomes a vampire. Yeah. He becomes like this like demony creature yeah. that is forced to like feed on people's blood for the rest of his like immortal ass life. Precisely. Um, and he takes many forms. Many forms. He takes the form of a handsome Dracula. Handsome. <clears throat> uh aka gary oldman with long hair and like kind of steampunk looking man pretty much how he looks as serious black no literally <laughs> he becomes serious black so yeah we have serious black and then a little hotter because he's a little younger yeah i was gonna say uh, definitely way hotter actually yeah, yeah, yeah not even a little like way hotter yeah plus um, you have like the the gothic clothing et cetera, it's yeah. like horny it, it's very yeah. it's very specific and <laughs> Uh, then you have like him looking like a petrified ball sack yes. where he's like this white ball sack looking guy with like, two, two, like Sanderson sister hair. Yeah, yeah. With a big braid down the back. He's wearing the big red costume. He's got hairy palms. Yes. And long fingernails. Yes. And then <laughs> he's a bat, like a straight up bat. Straight bat, but like human sized, not bat sized. No, human bat. Yeah. Bat human combination. Yeah. Pizza Hut Taco Bell. And then he's also gas. Yeah. He's also a green mist. He's also rats. Yes. He's also a werewolf. Yeah. Kind of. So just to give you the met, the different vices and places of Gary Oldman in this film. Listen, he contains multitudes. He contains multitudes. He has range. Range. Uh <laughs> So, so anyway, so yes. So we get introduced to Count Dracula yeah, yeah, yeah. as Count the petrified- Dracula. Yes. Yo. As the petrified looking ball sack. Right, yeah. Um, and he's not hot. He is so unbelievably ugly. Unbelievably not hot. Uh, but here, this is where the incongruency arrives. Yeah. Because this, this is what we were talking about this earlier. This is when it gets crazy. Keanu arrives. Okay, first of all, this is the first problem oh, with Keanu. God. Besides his- awful accent which how did francis ford coppola let that happen unless because he thought it was funny no because here's the thing i have read so you guys do not do not understand how much i've read about this okay, movie what did francis say francis said nothing okay <laughs> other than he thinks that 
uh, Winona Ryder and Keanu, Keanu Reeves really did get married on set. Oh, yes. Yeah. He really does believe that, as does Winona Ryder. The only person who does not believe it is Keanu Reeves. Well, they were like, in the eyes of the church, you're married. Yeah, which exactly. doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean it in specifically like the Greek Orthodox church. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Keanu, what was I saying? Uh, what, what, why, why did they keep him? Oh. Even though he was bad. I've read so many essays where people have been like, it's intentional. It's literally it intentional. We're supposed to hate Jonathan. We're supposed to hate Jonathan. Okay, that's fine. Where it's like, okay, I, I accept, get it. I accept, I accept that. It. I accept that. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to run with it because- Because <laughs> I love Keanu and he can do no wrong. Yes, I agree. But also because he's so stupid and yeah. annoying in this film where you're just like, why are you so naive? Yeah. Why are you literally so naive? Yeah. Why do you suck? <laughs> Why does everything that comes out of your mouth? Why is everything that comes out of your mouth a question? Like, do you have no declarative statements in your vocabulary? Okay, so this is the problem. He is shipped off literally to Transylvania and he is on this train for a hundred years. And it's not actually a hundred years, but it's a really long time. A long time. He's on this train for a really long time. And then he gets off and then he's in this spooky forest and he's just like, wow, how am I supposed to get to this castle? You know, wild. Because he's like a real estate agent And there's fucking wolves and he's just like, wow, wolves. And then another carriage pulls up with like a fucking, I don't even know what, driving it. It has a scary head. It looks like an alien and it has long creepy fingers and it sticks it out at him and he floats off of the ground and into the carriage. No reaction, no emotion. Zero. He's just like, where, how long? He literally, I think he was like, how long until we get to the castle? And I was like, we're not going to talk about how you just defied the laws of gravity. That would be like if you're <laughs> if you ordered an Uber, the Uber came and the Uber driver was like, get in my Uber. And you floated into the Uber and went, how long till we get there? <laughs> it's just insane. He has no emotion None. regarding any of the crazy shit that's happening walks into this castle which is horrifying looking it's terrifying the set design terrifying is gorgeous it looks so frightening yeah gary oldman shows up no reaction he's like hello <laughs> i appreciate his ability to have a poker face because when you're dealing with clients you know sometimes you're not <laughs> I literally hate everything about you. Sometimes you're going to see, I I mean, you know, he might see some shit that he doesn't want to see. And so he has to stay professional. Fine. But this is a little off the chain. It's a little off the chain for him to still be like, this is cool. He doesn't act afraid mm, ever. Never. Until Dracula locks him in a room. And then he's like, oh shit. And then he's like, oh, how do I get out? Where did I go wrong? (laughs) Is it something I said? Is it something I did? (laughs) Did I not tell you your land was landy enough <laughs> for this acquisition? But Mr. Mr. Regular, you need to unlock the door. You missed a line for but the signature. Senor. Mr. Dracula. Senor. <laughs> the line. <laughs> the signature. Uh, and anyway, while he's there, he has a picture of his beloved Mina. Because Mina is his, played by Manona writer. Is his fiance. They're not even married. No, they're fi- fiancéed. Yeah, they're they're engaged. Engaged. They're engorged. <laughs> yeah. And Mina 
is the doppelganger of dead Elisabetta Do from remember? 300 for a million years prior. We were talking about her. She's the one who jumped off of the, the cliff to her doom, to yeah. her death. Yeah. The end. Dracula sees this picture and he's like, fuck, this is what I have been waiting this for. This is it. This is real. This is me. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be now. I'm going to let the light shine on me. And that's literally when shit hits the fucking fan for this film. (gasps) Because he realizes, he goes, this bitch is my bitch. And you know what that makes me? A man who's going to go out on the town. Yes. And he literally goes, I'm going to entrap these what is he? An accountant, a real estate agent, I think he's a like land a man, banker, or something like a that. A bank man. I'm going know. to trap this bank man, yes, Keanu Reeves, and I'm going to steal his wife. Yep, and marry her because she's actually my wife, and that's the logic at play here. <laughs> so he turns himself into Sirius Black, Dracula, aka hot Dracula. Serious Blackula? And goes on a hot girl walk. <laughs> you didn't even laugh. <laughs> Serious Blackula. Ah! And uh, goes to London and is like, hey girl, what you it's doing? me. <laughs> Baby girl, what's your name? <laughs> Let me Let buy me you a drink. Let me- oh no. you I'm going to take you home with me. (laughs) I've got money in the castle. I'm going to take you home with me. I'm going to give you eternal life. (laughs) And damnation. And damnation. Um, Yeah, so that's the plot, you guys. That's literally Listen, the laws of his existence, a little fuzzy. I will say that because there's that whole subplot about all those men digging up earth from the castle and sending it overseas. Well, yeah, he needs to travel with his soil. But that's that's what's weird to me. Jessica, he needs to travel with his soil. He needs, okay. That's always been his castle. He's never left. That's subplot. his soil. Subplot. He has slaves in, I mean, he does. They're he does. Enslaved people. Yes. He has enslaved people in the bowels of the castle, digging up soil, putting it into crates, shipping it to England. So he can like lie in it. So that he can lie in it. And he has, that's why he was buying property in London. That's why Keanu came etc so that he can be present in lots of different places at once essentially um because he can like in a blink of an eye migrate from place to place as long as there is soil there yes because it's his jessica it's his soil it's his it belongs to him i know it belongs to him exists elsewhere that means he can be there because it's his i mean it's his soil (laughs) He toiled for that soil. It's like Bluetooth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It shows up on his like Bluetooth settings as Vlad's soil. (laughs) Network name. Network name. Vlad's Eternal damnation. (laughs) Password Mina forever. (laughs) Mina forever. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then also his AirPods. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So yeah, you get it. This is what happens in the movie. But then the thing is, is because he's Dracula mm-hmm. and he has, you know, mind control yep. and vampires are <sighs> charismatic is a tame way of putting it. Horny. They're horny. horny. Everyone they talk to, as soon as they start talking to them, one person is just like, oh, fuck. And so, obviously, when he meets Mina, at first, she's like, no, I've got a husband. And then she's like, yeah. She's like, never mind. Never mind. Let's born. Let's born. (laughs) Bit. And somewhere in this process, he, for some reason, turns her best friend into a vampire. And she, who, by the way, has is an actress who's done nothing else but she's like gorgeous gorgeous so good in this movie so incredible costumes and her seat the sequence of lucy turning into a vampire dying and being in that glass casket and that insane outfit oh it's just so good and then she comes back to life because she's a vampire because she's literally a vampire that fucking sequence where she's marching down the stairs into the tomb because anthony hopkins who by the way is in this movie oh yeah by the way playing van helsing you guessed it uh he's trying to figure shit out and she hit like lucy's ex-fiance ex because she died is with him who's also played by you guessed it carrie l west obviously the princess bride obviously he's there too and they're like where's her body and then she comes marching down the stairs in her death outfit which was the sickest thing you've ever seen she's carrying a baby who's crying because she's about to kill it because she's a vampire because she believes all blood is equal regardless of age correct and she dr- literally drops that kid like a sack of potatoes when she sees Van Helsing It makes a literal thud. <laughs> literally. I don't know who did the sound design for this movie, but the- Screaming child drops it. Thud. <laughs> like it's not even, but the thing is, it's such a soft thud. It's like thud. Literally. <laughs> wow, I could do Foley. You could. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> but yeah, and then, and then she- they, there's a lot of spoilers here but like then she gets double killed because they like really kill her as a vampire yes because there's he, so much blood she spews blood into the face of anthony hopkins out of her mouth it's amazing it's such a good scene that it's, entire scene with van helsing so good and her and her death they i is they, they drive a stake through her body drive a stake through her heart and cut off her head and yep. as soon as that happens blood for something you there's an image of a bedroom of her old bedroom and all of this blood it's like the shining yep comes crashing in through Flooding. the wall but you only see for like a split second that happens a lot and this movie is an amazing choice directorially to have lots of flashes of different things going on lots of things where like for a split second you see gary oldman's face in things like in the exorcist yes. so in the exorcist film if you have not seen it which if you haven't please watch it it's so it's such a good movie it is my favorite horror movie and if you believe in life after love you'll watch this movie yeah yeah. um but in that movie there are flashes of the demon they don't actually show his full face at any given point in time they just like show flashes of it there's no lingering um and they do the exact same thing in this film and it's such an incredible choice because it makes it even more disorienting. Yeah. And it makes it even more like apparent that 
this is such a gorgeous and insane fucking film because it shows you almost like befores and afters of things and it will show you Gary Oldman's vampire face every now and again to remind you whose fucking movie this is. Also to be like, he's fucking here. He yes. has not left. He's he, literally everywhere. He's like omnipotent or something. Yes. Like it, it is to show you that he sees all and that this movie cannot, you cannot escape this film. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. Exactly. He did. There's so much good stuff with like the faces and random flashes of like blood or just like places like locations. Sometimes that fire. Yeah. Fire mist. There's like eyes in the sky. Yep. There's the shit that they do with shadows in this movie. <gasps> Where incredible. The shadows are their own character. And the shadows are all practical. Yeah. Literally. It's so phenomenal. And I wish that they made more movies with like a hundred percent practical effects. Yeah. They obviously are they're never gonna do that. Not with Sajai. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. But in this film, it works so well and it preys on like the little tinglys on the back of your neck. And it's genuinely terrifying at times. It's so good. Which is so interesting because you think that like, I mean, obviously Dracula is a terrifying subject. He's a vampire. It's a spooky thing. But then you watch this movie and there's so many other elements to it. There's a role. There's a, there's a central romantic plot. There's a story there. There's a romance. There's betrayal. There's war. There's like, frankly, detective work. Van Helsing Uh, uh, is low key a detective and a doctor all at once and a slayer. That's his career path. He chose slayage over impalage. And this is what, this is where it landed him. Um, There's a lot that's done with like letters in this film, because I'm pretty sure that the original book is like all letters. Um, Can you tell I haven't read it? Me. Nor. Uh, Did I go to USC? Maybe. (laughs) Also a lie. (laughs) But I think that, in us like seeing the physical letters, it makes it all a lot more tangible Yeah, and reminds us that it all comes from this one man and his like, frankly, his immense and utter uh, grief. Yeah. It's really just, it all completely and totally stems out of this just like disgusting, feverish grief that yeah. makes him feel like the world doesn't understand him and doesn't understand his loss. And that's what makes him lash out in yeah. the form I mean, of- Dracula in this movie is a pretty fascinating character, yeah. specifically when you get towards the end when he's like being hardcore hunted and they're using Mina as bait. And there's all that shit with like fucking Tom Waits in this movie uh, who plays <laughs> like Lord. the first guy who went to hang out with Dracula who yeah. ended up like wanting to be his servant and he's like now in an insane asylum it's a whole fucking thing that's a whole other subplot that, that is, i'm not gonna get into. there are like plots a through z in this movie yeah i'm yeah. not even gonna lie it is a it is an epic it's one of those like fantastical tales that have like a thousand different plot lines and yeah. then a bunch of different motives and like intentions and all this shit yeah you have to watch it a few times actually to like really understand what exactly. the fuck's happening but dracula's like his grief journey is really fascinating because then he finally gets mina finally at the end even though she's like now she's married 
to Keanu and she's like, I'm going to be with you and I'm going to help bait Dracula. But she's still like, I fucking love him. And he finally, he appears to her as mist first, but then he like is himself and they're like about to have hot vampire sex. And then she's like, turn me into a vampire. And he's like, gonna do it. And then he's like, I can't do that to you straight up because I love you. And that would, this is the worst thing I could do to anybody. The fact that he had that much self-control in that moment to be like, I'm not going to do this to you. It's amazing. But then she's like, do it anyway. And he's like, okay. So (laughs) no, literally it's kind of, I mean, it's such a hot scene. It is an iconic scene. She's in this gorgeous red dress. Her boobs are literally like up to here. It's crazy. No, at the end, she's naked. Oh, sorry. You're right. She is naked at the end. <laughs> sorry. This is to show you how many horny scenes are in this film. The red dress is their first date. Yes, that's literally their first date, but it is also an iconic It's moment. an iconic dress. It's truly iconic. I've seen people on TikTok uh, make that dress for themselves, and it's oh incredible. God, yes. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good dress. It's so it has such beautiful lines yeah. and it's structured so elegantly. I saw many of these costumes when they did the pop-up of the Academy Museum that oh, one year many yes. moons ago. Oh, yes. And her hair is just like in these perfect ringlets and like he's kind of behind her. Mm-hmm. It's such an iconic shot. He's like kind of behind her and you can't tell whose hand is whose mm-hmm. and he's like kissing her kind of from behind but also from the side because he's a yoga master <laughs> it's such a good scene but yes at the end she's fully naked she's full nude she's a nude she's a nude yeah because they're gonna bu- they're gonna bump because they're literally gonna have sex and then she's like turn me into a vampire and he's like no and then he's like yeah and then they do it yeah and then I mean, that is the one thing that is the one thread that is left loose because at the very end, big spoiler alert, Dracula has to die. Yeah. Obviously. So? But there's like a whole thing where she's looking at Keanu and she's like, what are you going to do when it's my turn? Yep. And they're like, I don't fucking know. Because she's straight, she's going to turn into a vampire. She has already sealed the fate. You know, she drank his blood. The end. It's over. It's over. Unless they think that Van Helsing can fix her, which I guess is possible. I don't know. Because he says that he can. Okay, the Van Helsing logic is really confusing to me, but I'm choosing to ignore it. Right. I don't know. Anthony Hopkins' choices in this film are ridiculous. I mean, they're hilarious. They're so fucking funny. You can tell that he's having a blast. I love the scene where he's leaving Lucy's house after she's straight up about to die, but he's like, nah, we got time. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Zatarain. He's like, I'm stopped. Feed me. And you're just like, you... You have to save this woman. She's about to become a vampire. And he's like, no. He's like, no, I need food. Sorry. I need sustenance. (laughs) Me bones. Me bones. It is such a ridiculous film. And everyone's motives and like intentions are so wild and wacky. Yeah. Some people are really just there like to bone. Some people are just there for the fame. Some people are just there for the money. And in terms of Van Helsing's shit, he's just there because he likes to hunt vampires. True. Listen, this movie's a lot of things. And the note that I'll leave you on, because I could talk about this forever, is that honestly, I ship Mina and Dracula and I'm kind of sad he died. I kind of wish everyone else died and they could be together. I'm really upset that they didn't end up together. I think a, I think we're supposed to feel that way though. I think so too, but I would have just killed Keanu. They're not going to kill Keanu Reeves. <sighs> it's just, this is the 90s. It's not going to happen. But the, the thing that is funny though, is that, 
so he w- he was kept when he was captive he was kept captive in the castle and like he just had the fucking brides of dracula sucking his blood and his penis on rotation no, literally guys yeah draining him of his blood so that he couldn't get up and move but like keeping him alive at the same time so when you finally see him it's like fucking toby climbing out of the basement in sweeney todd he's got like white hair and he's all (laughs) he's all delusional which it is the worst gray wig in the history of all time it's absolutely fucking awful and we're supposed to believe that like he doesn't get better it's been months he would recover by then absolutely but no he still looks ugh he's an uggo like which is hard to say about keanu because he's a babe but not in the not at the end not in this movie not when you're standing next to dracula yeah in the end he's in he's a fucking uggo and then that's the end yeah and gary oldman's gary oldman yep and he literally licks razors it's ridiculous Uh, that is this film that's dracula the end the end we've got great stuff uh we have two more really good vampire movies coming oh out for you. yeah you guys we you're have gonna, you're gonna love it we have some brilliant films both extremely different but also low-key the same because I, vampires. yeah i love vampires we love vampires and uh nor will never do twilight sorry we could do twilight we could that would be fucking hilarious that would be too funny but also i feel like there's been so much on twilight that yeah, like i don't think i need to, to say. add anything to there's it not, there's so just, two girls who decided to start a film podcast no, despite literally. the saturation of the industry no but like <laughs> if you want to hear about twilight go literally listen to the twilight podcast or go with, on like, fucking tiktok where everyone talks about it 24 7 like i'm telling you you guys everyone talks about it i'm sure you talk about it on on a daily basis so we're just not we're okay. not gonna add to that noise fine i fine. i will however maybe one day review just the first movie okay um i would do that yeah i would do that okay. i would absolutely do that okay guys per usual here are the best boys we've got four for this one best boy group second unit is richard lewis wow best boy miniature unit is rory shunk wow i don't know how to say that clap clap best boy grip is tom west wow and finally best boy electric rigging michael berger you go you go michael incredible i love that there's a miniature unit i love that they, I mean, they must have used they must so many have. miniatures. Probably some of the castle stuff was miniature. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. Just like in Harry Plobber, how they, was oh, that miniature? Harry Plobber. Yeah, that it is. Miniature. Hogwarts yeah, okay. is miniature. Oh, okay. Yeah, same shit. Castles. I mean, miniature in the sense that it's like. Yeah, castles are miniature. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They're made out of fucking like styrofoam and shit. You can make one at home if you wanted to. Yes. But you can't because you don't have the budget. Just kidding. I don't know you or your finances. People you probably don't out have as there. much money as WB. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Monica. All right. You're the best. You're the best, Jessica. Have a lovely evening. You too. Bye. Bye.